Hear that? Periodical cicadas. The 17-year hatching of Brood X. They're reaching their climax now up in the trees. It's quite magical, really. They started crawling out of their underground tunnels a couple of weeks ago. Then they shed their exoskeleton husks everywhere. And then like butterflies, fresh out of the chrysalis, they sort of hunkered down and let their bodies and wings dry out. And then they started climbing up, trying to make it up the trees. They're not the best flyers. Um, their, their body is like almost too big for their wings, so they kind of move like insect blimps when they take to the air. Kind of crazy. So they seem to prefer to walk or float a little bit over towards the trees, and then they slowly make their way up to the top for the uh, big cicada party we can hear now. <laughs> One just flew at my head. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. They've been growing and uh, hibernating beneath the garden for 17 years. And of course the landscape's a little different around here now. I mean, we had to cut down one of our 200 year old oak trees out back the end of last year had some kind of fungal infection and was dropping limbs everywhere and a bunch of them are on the stump walking around on top of it in circles like saying where'd the tree go? Yeah, a lot can change in 17 years walking around the neighbourhood you see them in odd places like massing millions of them on there new kitchen extensions and climbing up truck tires there are billions of them now all over the eastern US classic insect strategy quantity over quality sheer numbers compensating for loss of life the birds have been very happy of course Watched a huge woodpecker nosh them off uh, one of the front oaks the other day. Really amazing. The kids have had a lot of fun too. Um, we've been playing a lot of board games in the garden with a nice weather. And uh, the other day, <laughs> cicadas invaded uh, a game of Busy Town we were trying to play. It was kind of funny. And another time, Blaze gathered up a load of them into the swing out back and uh, developed an astronaut training program for them. Subjecting them to all kinds of tests uh, before the winners won a spot in a shuttlecock, which was then hit into outer space. 
One small step for man. A giant disorientating ride onto the top of the shed for Brood X. So it's been a funny sort of week, really. All the cicada action. And there was a positive COVID test in Blazer's school class, which meant the kids were back out of school. And then Blaze and I tested positive for COVID ourselves. So we've all gone back into quarantine. Um, happily, we've had no symptoms. You know, I, I've been a little bit tired. Um, and I had a touch of, um, let's say, soft serve for a couple of days last week. But otherwise, uh, it's been totally fine. As you heard last episode, I got my vaccine. So, good news everybody, the vaccine works. The girls tested negative. Uh, Sierra's been a bit frustrated having to miss in-person school. And uh, some some of the outside play dates and things we were doing uh, have been put back under wraps. Um, But we're good. And we're, we're going to do a little bit more than is strictly required by the school and the CDC recommendations uh, to keep apart and stop community spread. So we're going to make be very strict on keeping out for 10 days. Um, but we're good. We're good. Go get the vaccine if you haven't already. And they're starting to bribe us as well. Incredible. You can get free burgers in New York for getting your vaccine. Krispy Kreme donuts in DC, I think. You can even get beer in New Jersey. The governor here has just told us uh, everyone who's vaccinated is going to be entered into a million dollar lottery. It's pretty incredible. I think a bunch of states are going the lottery way. Um, So don't throw away your shot. It works. So I've had to postpone my trip around the Trump Presidential Library. You know, I'm going to uh, market test that prototype for the Smithsonian and uh, McKinsey and Co. But hopefully, you know, we'll get back on track in a couple of weeks. Um, I, I really think it's going to work out, so we're not going to miss out on that. So today I'm going to tell you about a new podcast I've just listened to. And I'm going to recommend a few other episodes of uh, some of my favourite podcasts that are on the same subject. So this new show, it's a new true crime show all about the Central Intelligence Agency. This is an eight-part true crime podcast reviewing the dark history of CIA agent George White and his life's work 
going from secret agent in the Second World War to deliberately dosing hundreds of unsuspecting Americans with LSD and running a brothel in San Francisco. Because, as the logic goes, with pretty much every appalling CIA operation in the Cold War era, the Russians made us do it. Even though they would have it that socialism in any form is a flawed system doomed to collapse. And yet they will kill, murder and even enable multiple genocides from fascist dictators to make sure it never even gets a chance to fail. The Russians made us do it! The monsters are coming, so we must be worse than the monsters. Especially when the business interests of uh, wealthy, tax-dodging American elites can also profit from it. From invading small countries and assassinating slightly left-leaning, democratically elected governments on behalf of fruit companies who want to maintain indigenous slave workforces, like they did in Guatemala, to destabilizing the entire Middle East with failed coups, assassinations, and colonial oil grabs, like they did in Iran. The Russians made us do it! From rehabilitating and hiring Nazis after World War II, to purging countries of centre-left opposition, to facilitate colonial uh, corporate rape to enrich the pocketbooks of Yale and Princeton elites. The Russians made us do it! And then, of course, on the home front, slipping acid into people's drinks at bars uh, in Greenwich Village, New York, and North Beach, San Francisco, because, well, um, they want to work out how to control people, I guess, and, ahem, you know the answer. The Russians made us do it! So, yeah, there are a lot of conspiracy theories about the CIA out there, but the truth is, the actual conspiracies that they've actually copped to in Senate hearing after Senate hearing, literally for decades from the 50s onwards, solid, accepted history of wrongdoing, is enough to make the cover-ups and scandals of some institution like the thousand-year-old Catholic Church look like, well, ahem, child's play. No pun intended. So this podcast is made by iHeartMedia, the uh, behemoth radio media company, recently known as Clear Channel. And I'm not sure we should forgive or forget the damage that they have done uh, to us all and continue to do by creating and bankrolling and promoting fascist assholes like Rush Limbaugh and the constant lies and evil propaganda of a hundred similar conservative shock jocks around the nation. But that said, this podcast is actually a good little pod. It's written by Jack Rosen and voiced by Noel Brown. And they've gone for this great hard-boiled detective uh, audio drama type sound that leads you nicely by the hand down all the weird twists and tales uh, of CIA agent George White's fabulous dark biography. And there's a wonderful team of producers and sound designers behind it to make sure uh, that everything really hits the spot. Now, being from Clear Channel, 
Um, there are a few more advert breaks in the podcast than you might be used to. And uh, because a big part of the source material is uh, George White's own attempt at writing his biography, you know, the tongue-in-cheek Mike Hammer, Raymond Chandler vibe is actually perfectly suited. And because they are lacking first-hand interviews, uh, since most of what they're talking about uh, happened in the late 1950s, and it was, after all, secret spy business, They've chosen to enhance the story uh, with small radio play type dramatizations of uh, meetings and events to add colour and uh, help them paint the picture. And for the most part, it's really good seamless work. I'm sure you've all watched terrible History Channel type shit where they clearly don't have uh, the footage of someone opening the mummy's tomb or finding a box of letters or something, so they use hammy dramatic reconstructions to build fake climaxes uh, in the hope that you'll stick around uh, and, and keep watching through the ad breaks. Well, they do the same sort of thing in this podcast, but they do it very well, and you almost barely notice it, even when a lot of the, the scenes they add do boil down to George White swishing ice cubes around in a martini glass and drugging unsuspecting women. It's such a fascinating story. And we don't even know how many people he drugged. The cover-up uh, was mostly successful, but did leave uh, a slight paper trail um, that have allowed uh, people to discover uh, some of what they were up to. And Senator Ted Kennedy forced the CIA to try and make amends and offer restitution to victims in the 70s, uh, but in a very limited hangout kind of way. The limited hangout is a CIA concept, a shorthand term that they have, of admitting to a small amount of wrongdoing when absolutely forced to do so to obscure a much larger iceberg of evil shit. So, um, George White was operating as part of CIA's MK Ultra program, which was supposedly their attempt to figure out human mind control using every available pharmaceutical and psychological torture method at their disposal. And this podcast, Operation Midnight Climax, is a very good trip, pun intended, into learning about this strange piece of dark American history. It gets five stars, two thumbs up, and a flashback. Skulls everywhere. <laughs> Skulls. Skulls everywhere. If this show piques your interest into the CIA, I think it should ideally be listened to in conjunction with a few other uh, episodes from a couple of other great podcasts that you can download for free. I'll list these shows uh, with links to them in the transcript, but they are, um, I think you should start with the recent Behind the Bastards three-parter into the Dulles Brothers, uh, the guys who founded the CIA, and uh, uh, it's from the superb Behind the Bastards podcast. Um, this show is from American journalist Robert Evans, and I uh, reviewed the show in full uh, on my Syrian War podcast episode. 
in case you missed it, Behind the Bastards does regularly incredible work, somehow managing to summarise epic stories uh, of the uh, biographies of all the bastards that have shaped the modern world. And these three episodes on the Dullers brothers, these uh, Nazi sympathising dudes who were born into the highest echelons of American society and were somehow allowed to constantly fail at Woods and create the CIA and set the world on fire is essential listening. So yeah, um, you've got that. You've got, I recommend, uh, these three episodes on the Dulles Brothers on Behind the Bastards. And then I'd hit this fun eight-parter, Operation Midnight Climax, for more uh, individual colour and uh, dramatic sound. And then maybe you should go and check out uh, Blind Boys episodes uh, that touch on a couple of uh, other CIA operations, how they uh, funded abstract art, and also how they offered shady backup to uh, the FBI's uh, COINTELPRO operations to destabilize and assassinate uh, American left-leaning dissident groups like the Black Panthers. Great work all round. These Blind Boy episodes are called uh, Abstract Art and the CIA and, I think, uh, Best Chestnuts. But, of course, I'll link to them directly in the transcript. Yes, it's number one. It's Top of the Pops. Soldiers of the Fortune 100. I hurt myself today. A few months ago, I told the American people I did not trade arms for hostages. Running spies, telling lies, your bloody fingers in all the pies. I hurt myself today. Reagan called the Contras the moral equivalent of our founding fathers, but much of the Contras funding came from the cocaine trade. Framing patsies, recruiting Nazis, going all the way with Ike. You've never met a fascist dictator that you really didn't like. The United Fruit Company of Boston owned half a million acres of land, the railroad, the port, and telecommunications. But most Guatemalan peasants found it difficult to survive. Soldiers sold to the men in suits to save the slavers of United Fruits with a plan that could have been taken straight off parlor, the brutal rape of Guatemala. I focus on the thing, the only thing that's real. Uh, nada menos que John Foster Dulles no less a figure than John Foster Dulles, head of the State Department, was part of the firm of lawyers acting for the United Fruit Company. His brother Alan was the head of the CIA. So it didn't take much of an effort on their part to persuade their president, a military man, Mr. Eisenhower, to give them the green light to overthrow Arbenz's government. Killing democracy, millions dead, your only excuse. 
They might one day go red. God will destroy Russia. God will destroy Russia. God, God, God will destroy Russia. But no monster conjured in Lenin's head could hurt a fraction as many as you've killed dead. Cause when you take your orders from the richest list, everybody starts to look like a communist. I'm sick and tired of hearing about all of the radicals and the perverts and the liberals and the leftists and the communists coming out of the closets. It's time for God's people to come out of the closets, out of the churches and change America. We must do it. Try to kill it all away. But I remember everything. Money laundering, running drugs, prostitution, planting bugs, Iran-Contra web of lies, arming terrorists on both sides, lying lips, sinking ships, injecting steroids in the horses of the apocalypse. Try to kill it all away, but I remember everything. It's actually been an open secret for decades, but for the first time now, the CIA has released documents that show its role in the 1953 coup. That is the coup that toppled Iran's democratically elected prime minister, Mohammad Mossadegh, had moved to nationalize oil production in Iran. 9-11, Bay of Pigs. You're sometimes about as useful as powdered wigs. But when the poor want freedom, you pull out all the stops. You're nothing but glorified plantation cops. On the 17th of January 1961, Patrice Lumumba, the first Prime Minister of the Democratic Republic of Congo, was assassinated. Described as one of the most significant assassinations in modern African history, this heinous crime is widely believed to have been the fruit of two interrelated conspiracies which were led by the US and Belgian governments. CIA, your cover's blown. Swipe left, send a drone. The idea that the bad guys are at a pizza parlor, you can kick in the door and flush them out, right? You just need to burn down that tower that's at the end of your block and everything will be better. Um, that's a world that's more attractive. The greatest conspiracies are open and notorious. Uh, they're, they're not theories, but practices. Practices expressed through law and policy uh, and systems of government, uh, technology, finance, right? That's a wrap. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please take a second to give me a five-star review in whatever app or whatever you use 
to listen to this podcast. And if you really want to help, click the link and buy me a coffee. Andy's Podcast, a podcasting podcast, is sponsored by the American Shoe Council. Celebrating over 40,000 years of bipedal history. Shoes, how else are you going to protect your feet? How are the cicadas around you? It's really kicking off around here, I tell you. <laughs> Take it easy. Let me know if you hear anything good. Have a great week. Ba 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 bye, 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 bye.